Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Porch Talk, and this song is called Cottonmouth. And I'm Moon Pie Curtis. It always happens in the summertime. Can't quench this thirst of mine But it used to be I'd have a drink or two You don't miss your beer till your tap runs dry And I ain't wet my whistle in quite a while A long time since I put my lips on you Yeah, I got cotton mouth The biggest drought that ever hit the south My mouth's so dry I can hardly speak Ooh, it's hot Yeah, I got cotton mouth Cotton mouth Like I took a big token Never blew it out Come on and pass Your loving cup to me Usually there'd be a harmonica solo right here But we're just gonna skip over that, Alan Now you Thought love was like hot springs It always flowed down on everything Like a, a deep canteen to keep me wet Took you for granted and let you go Now your healing water's no longer flowing I'm alone and baby I ain't got spit Yeah, I got cotton mouth The biggest drought that ever the south, my mouth's so dry, I can hardly speak, yeah, I got cotton mouth, like I took a big token, never blew it out, come on and pass your loving cup to me, now you circled back again, as a lover and as a friend, raining cool this hot parking lot Give me a minute while I drank it down And I'm diving to it and hope I drown And this time I'm soaking up every drop Yeah, I got cotton mouth The biggest drought that ever hit the south My mouth's so dry I can hardly speak Token never blew it out. Come on and pass your loving cup to me. Come on and pass your loving cup to me. Come on by, girl, and say what's up to me. Got him out. I love that. 
I was being quiet, but I, I being love quiet it too. Now. I love it. I love it so much. I usually play it correctly, but maybe. Uh, Do you want to rig it? No, 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 no. Let, let it ride. Let it ride. Three, two, one. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. <laughs> And I, we are at the Neshoba County Fairgrounds, and I'm going to let my co-host introduce himself and our guest. And where are we, Daniel? Hey, now. Great here to be with y'all this evening. Where we are, our is, is the uh, Neshoba County Fairgrounds, uh, the historic Neshoba County Fairgrounds. We're in the fair cabin my great-granddaddy built in 1966, and... Uh, you know, in 1966, the top song of the year was "California Dreamin'," and uh, so Mama's that was in the Papas. That would have been played on the radio here while they were framing this thing up for the first time. So, uh, and my name is Daniel Sharp, uh, and what what we got going here is uh, part of the DS to the Third Power, and that's the Deep South Songwriters Syndicate Dirt Road, y'all. Yeah, yeah. This this whole production, it's DS to the Third Power. I agree. And uh, nice. we got some really cool songwriters here and some uh, interesting people, and we've all kind of got a posse, and we're throwing a we're th- we're throwing an event here. It's even got a name. Mm. Yeah, uh, Porch Fest, Mississippi, live at the Neshoba County Fairgrounds. That's right. This is the inaugural edition. Yeah, and over there on that guitar is Moon Pie Curtis. I'm Moon Pie Curtis, and this is the sound of my voice. Perfect. And, uh, yeah, I, I was I was brought here under somewhat false pretenses. I didn't know it was going to be a podcast. I was invited for an adult adult feature film shoot uh, called California Steaming. <laughs> um, you know. Then brought upstairs into the cabin. On such the- a blistered yeah. day, but... I'm glad it turned out to be a podcast because honestly, I wasn't up for the shoot. Yeah, so we had to, we had too many other things going to make yeah. that happen. Yeah, but, there's, uh, there's a lot of irons in the. There fire. there are songwriters and musicians and people downstairs right now setting up audio and video. For You'd the be show. surprised. We we're, you know, we've just, snuck up here to do a podcast and yeah. get some cool stuff happening. The, so let's, even in Neshoba County, you'd be surprised how meticulous the uh, permitting process is for something like that. Fair enough. <laughs> Moon Pie Curtis. <laughs> yes, sir. Who are you, and where are you from? Who am I? Well... The biggest questions. Yeah, who am I? That's what I lay awake thinking about when I'm uh, eating popcorn with the dog. So, uh, I am a fella from North Mississippi. been writing songs for a long time, and uh, known Daniel here for a long time, and known Alan for almost a year now. We say our relationship yeah. is we're hot and cold because we always see each other. That's right. Bowling Last hot time or I saw you, cold. it was freezing cold, and now it's uh, California steaming mm-hmm. on such a winter's fair. Um, so um, that's me. So Daniel here is my co-host, and I got on another one, y'all. Just uh, bring me up. Like I want to talk about the day that y'all met because that's that's such a cool story. But uh, just a little bit before that, were you Moon Pie? Were you always in the Oxford area? Like, what would lead you on the square that day? Like, were you pursuing music? Like, what was life like in high school for you? Well, in high school, 
got really into music and um I had a bunch of a lot of friends who had bands but I had not I had a guitar but I hadn't learned how to play it or anything and I had this like grand fantasy that I was gonna be the lead singer of one of the bands so I could be like Mojo Nixon meets David Lee Roth type thing and come do my own lyrics and uh but I didn't do that I did a little joke novelty duo with my buddy forced him to do it participate called the dingleberries and that's when i became moon pie curtis and then uh later talked to talked to badgered a buddy of mine into starting a band because he was a a great guitar player and so my idea was like oh we'll just do we'll have a roth and van halen was that captain midnight yeah it was like a low you know a, a roth van halen variant type vibe because that's what i envisioned was you know just shining my ass saying stupid stuff but he was like no i'll only do a band if you you play rhythm guitar so i played rhythm guitar we traded lead vocals and uh we had a lot of fun that this was like in the 90s so this was uh when we were in college or Mm -hmm. after college and uh and so that's how I kind of fig- actually figured out how to write songs was we wrote songs together and, but by the, and then you know after a while I start I, I would come up with music too you know usually it was both of us on lyrics and the other one playing the guitar so and then once I feel, figured that out I got so excited I quit the band and decided I was going to play acoustic solo because you you know in your 20s and you think the world revolves around you and you need to yeah. But it was actually it was it was actually just like hey I finally discovered where my spot is I want to do this but I want to do my own songs you know and uh, we still collaborate all the time just like casually um, he's yeah, he's a we, great we great ideas great songwriter crazy ideas I can send Moon Pie a crazy ass idea. And no, I won't be judged for it. Even if there ain't no chance in hell we're going to do it, he will not judge me for sending it. <laughs> I don't know. All ideas are, you know, should be thrown against the wall. And so, like, I love the story that Daniel tells about the uh, the night that y'all met. And uh, you were working. Well, I, just let you I was t- uh, t- attending bar and waiting tables at Blind Jim's, which is a, a bar up over Oxford Square. And, which uh, is I, where that, that now currently is... Uh, Old Venice or whatever yeah, their Old bar Venice is called. Now it's called like Mountaintop something. I don't know. It's yeah. Well, it was cool. It was Blind Gems. Yeah. And, and that afternoon, some band had, they had music seven nights. Some, maybe except Sunday. Uh, some band called in, couldn't play. And I was finishing up my shift after lunch. And the owner owners were in the back. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and they Biff, said. Biff called me. Yeah. And and I, didn't, I didn't know Biff really, but he and, called me. But yeah, well, I was time. in the I was in the back, and they said we had a cancellation, and what are we going to do? We don't have time to get anybody for the night. And I literally said, "Well, I play a little bit. I can do it." And they said, "Can you really play a show here?" You're like I was like, "Yeah, I, I do this, man. I got this." And uh, and they said, "Well, okay, we'll we'll put you on the, the thing," but uh, I and he they may have also called you. I don't know, but I went down and I was coming back around the square getting a drink or something. I don't know what I was doing. And I saw you playing on the street, and I walked up, and I said, you know, something. And you said, uh, I'm Moon Pie Curtis. And I said, well, I'm Jeremiah Free. 
And we met. And oh, I yeah, said, no, I'm thinking of later, later. after that, when that Bill was knew who I was, he called me and the I next said, time. I'm Jeremiah yeah. Free. Yeah. And I said, and, I'm, and you were standing in front of the stairs up to the bar, and I said, and I'm yeah. playing in this joint tonight. And uh, I said, you want to play with me? And you said, yeah, I want to play. And I said, well, well that's it. We're going to play here tonight then. And you're like, all right. We're, you know, Jeremiah Free, Moon Pie Curtis. We got a co show right here tonight. And that happened within uh, less than a minute. Was of I? We were playing, and I heard you. And where I, was I? I mean, at the st- base of the stairs. Going up to Blind Gems, right in front of the stairs. I don't know why I would have been doing that, like busking. Yeah, you were busking. You're busking, but there was no tip jar. Yeah, you didn't have. I just, I I just was like, like I gotta go play these songs somewhere. I'm gonna stand on the square, and I stood there and listened for just a minute. I I bet it was bad. We introduced ourselves, and I said, "You want to play here tonight?" You're like, "Yeah," and and then we we had the gig. You know, yeah. That's how we met. Within a minute of meeting, we had a gig at Blind Gems on the square in Oxford at Ole Miss. It was, it, cool. was fun. it was fun. Well, I mean, just from that story to taking our time walking it up to the day is like from those days of busking without busking in Oxford Square to like where did where did the where did it go from there? What did it look like? Well, I was somewhat foolishly at the time starting about to start in law school, which was some big idea I had. Uh, and so I kept playing uh, solo shows some throughout law school and still writing songs the whole time by the time I got to the third year I was like man I should have just tried to do this or done something else that would enable me to do this besides being a lawyer and uh, I was like I can't quit now you know so I went and did that and then did that for a while and uh I've all, so I've always done it on whatever career I've been in or job I've been doing and playing on the side and uh, still do it and just uh, um, trying to focus on it more now, actually, than I ever have. So I've been seeing a lot of the content that you've been putting out as far as social media and just to, I love what you have going content. on right Yeah. Content. Content, yeah. And so... Uh, just, Capture. Yeah. The catch. Yes. All the snipes in the bag. That's it. Yeah. I hold the flashlight. Yeah. The, the ear the ear vomit that is my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I gotta figure out how to use Instagram. Everybody talks about it all the time. I feel like my Instagram is, you know, like yeah, like somebody who won't talk, stop talking to you at a party that you wish would go away. That's how I start. Unless you're talking about something interesting. <laughs> And it'll usually be out from left field, but it's a lot of fun. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Daniel, uh, so how did you get the idea? I'm starting to ask questions now. Yeah, it's perfect. It's porch talk. How Anything did you? Goes. I didn't because I I didn't ask you. How did you get the idea to do this? Oh, well, I'm this event. So uh, terrified that I've asked that question because uh, <clears throat> what happened was, you know, several months ago, whenever it was. I woke up before dawn and uh, made some coffee and I watched the sunrise on my farm is what had happened. Yeah. And as I was standing there watching the light hit the field, I decided that I wanted to put this show on and I wanted to invite some of my favorite songwriters and friends to be part of it. And then I started working it out in my head and I really just needed something to do that day with my brain. 
and that's what it latched on to. Well, you gotta you gotta <laughs> latch on to something. And uh, so I started, you know, sending Sometimes. out feelers on who would be interested in it and how it would work. And uh, and I made this whole big grand thing up. And first thing I did was I made sure that Chad was going to help with the recording of the video because that would be how I would actually attract all y'all musicians to come was with he and I you know putting up the PA and him like doing a live record and stuff and the artist getting that content that that would be better than hey you want to come play on my porch sometime and, you know but yeah. and, and I also thought you know I'd like to have some content even though as it built up to today I mean I've rehearsed none I have no songs ready for the you night you say that every time yeah, and it I, sounds like you're <laughs> in Carnegie Hall as soon as you get rolling <laughs> but I will be playing and I don't know what in the heck it's going to be but <laughs> So I come up with the idea, then I, I cast the net around, and, and the, everybody said that they thought it was a great idea, and then I threw out the dates, and everybody said, these dates are good. And then it was kind of on, and I, I kept the pressure on Chad to make sure he had the date, and he had it all set. And uh, over the months, we just talked about it in text and how it was going to be, and and uh, thank goodness we came out here a few weeks ago and had like a little uh, porch throw down, and there's a podcast out of that now when we just had some beat up old equipment and played a little show out here to see what it might be like uh, before the fair. And, it, you know, we're here before the fair. There's no fair going on. Uh, and as a cabin owner, you know, you come out and hang out at your cabin and work on it all summer. So, and you can do little things like this or family events, cookouts, whatever, within reason, you know, and we are within reason. <laughs> Maybe the first time anybody's ever said that about the DS. That's a good album title. That's a good album title. That's the Deep South Songwriter Syndicate. That's a good album title, if not a song title. And, and just within a, reason. And just about today was, uh, I remember Daniel pitching this idea what, maybe a month or two ago. Yeah. And I was interested. You know, I told him I was down and I kind of forgot about it. And then he re- reminded yeah, me. Yeah, Alan called me up and we talked for about 30 minutes and. He, and he says, the next time I see you will be at the first weekend in the Shelby County Fair. I said, well, you're going to miss that songwriter show. You know, aren't you coming to that? You're like, oh, yeah, you told mm-hmm. me about that after a show late one night. I, I remember now. Let me remind me. So, Yeah, and it was, you know, it's it's similar to what we did at Kennedy at my place. And yeah, and we decided earlier I, I was, to call I, this uh, Porch Fest Mississippi because it's so. It's I would like to also make a, vi- a note of a. Uh, setting the scene for those listening that we are recording this upstairs in the deepest sanctum of the upstairs cave of uh of labyrinth of beds which is if you're if you stay here is the the section to uh sleep in because there's the that's where the window unit is blowing directly on you and you can sleep like king tut in the tomb or jimmy hoffa at the bottom of That's a garbage AC. pile or wherever he is, that. you'd be sleeping like that. So it's a very cozy space. Uh, you know, it's the Fortress of Solitude. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's what else did you call it earlier? It's Fortress of Solitude, yeah. That's right. Uh, I, wanted walk, I wanted to walk through with you with your songwriting process. I know you shared a little bit about it, but uh, just for, I don't know, pick that song you opened with, like, how, what about, how did that come up? Did you use the poison frogs? Did you lick those? They all come up different ways, like one of three or four ways, you know, it seems like. And usually, like sometimes they'll come up if I'm just strumming around and playing, finding a melody or something, something will come to it. But my favorite ones come if I'm away from my routine 
if I'm like out of town in the car or something, I start just having ideas somehow uh-huh. from listening to music and driving and just thinking. And uh, that one, uh, my wife and a bunch of friends and I were in Little Rock at, at the arena in Little Rock, and it was this thing called Outlaw Fest, but it was indoors and like it was hot like it is now, and it was uh, super hot. And we had driven up there because we were going the next day to pick up all our kids at summer camp in Arkansas. So we went to this show, and it was Willie, Ryan Bingham. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sturgill, uh, Lucas Nelson, uh, Head in the Heart, and somebody else. But we were in there and I, and I was drinking those like twelve dollar beers and stuff, and uh, I'm just—it was so hot that day, and I was like wearing total denim, you know, like because I thought I had to wear that to a country show, even though it was July, and uh, my throat was just like as dry as it had ever been when it was driest in my life, and I was like, and uh, and. I, originally, the song had a reference in it to being at a Willie show, but I just I was like, man, I got cotton mouth so bad. And to those twelve dollar beer, uh, beer vendors, you know, no means no. Okay? Yeah, no. Yeah, and the but so I, it's cotton mouth, and I so I sent it in a text to myself or in a note or whatever at the time because I knew I wasn't gonna have time to think about it till I got all the way back from the trip. Really, I wouldn't have time to. Unless I did it that night, but I was about to fall asleep. So, um, just that chorus, I guess, came at that time on mm-hmm. that trip. The little melody, yeah, I got cotton mouth. And actually, that, but and I sat down with the idea, and then I just stole some, I stole some part of a melody from a song I had written years ago. That I just, I was like, yeah, you know what, I can. I can put that song in the closet for have this you, one. Have for you actually one. had Cottonmouth before? Yeah. In your life? Yeah. Okay. I mean, dry mouth? Yeah. I mean, or I guess Cottonmouth is a common term for like, uh, you know, a night after, you know. Yeah. Ruckus. It, it's that feeling. Like in the in the summertime, if you were real super hungover and dehydrated yeah. or just you'd been working in the woods all day in the heat or something, you know. and Be like, and, I got Cottonmouth. Yeah, I got Cottonmouth. you when, where you get so dehydrated that you actually detect it due to being parched, not just because I'm thirsty, which is not not that often in the air-conditioned age unless you work outdoors to get actual, like, oh, man, I got to, I'm, I'm, I need to go into an air-conditioned area and just drink water. Yeah, or you know? a pool. Yeah, a pool. So, 
that's more than you wanted to hear, but um, that's where that one came from. And just with uh, with the content and everything that you're putting out now, and even with today, we're doing a live recording of, like it would be, would you call it an EP? And tell a little bit of maybe so about what your yeah. space is, right? Well, I'm. Uh, close to completing my homemade album that nobody's requested called Tight Spots and it's going to have 10 tracks on it eight of which are you know uh, eight of which have like uh, full instrumentation on them and a couple acoustic numbers in there and if anybody cares to hear it it'll be coming up on streaming probably later this summer as soon as I get it a couple tweaks and uh unless i write another song between now i gotta do it before i write another song that then i want to force on there you know i gotta, uh, gotta get it done and then work compile for something else you we know? haven't known each other for only a year and a half but like just seeing the progress that you've made and the hills that you've climbed uh <laughs> since the last time you played at my house at porch fest yeah. was uh, I'm, I'm really happy for your pursuit and taking this thing a lot more serious. It's like you're really sinking your teeth into it now. Not saying that before that you were just playing around, but it seems like you're really no. taking it serious now. Well, I, uh, I think part of it is I quit drinking almost 13 months ago. And uh, so in the last few months, I just I do it all the time. Whereas I used to like just go, eh, I don't feel like doing that, you know. I'd go weeks without picking up a guitar. Or I wouldn't have calluses on my fingers. I would, you know, because I would just get a song idea every now and then and write a song and then just like laze around, you know. And it was just kind of part of just a malaise. Can we so. open that up a little bit? Because something I've been struggling with, and I know it's the weekend now and I'm, I'm drinking right now as we speak. But, yeah. Uh, so ultralight doesn't count yeah yeah that's fair but during the week i would find i get off work and i buy me a six-pack and you know throughout the day like i think we get the same kind of inspiration we listen to the radio we're riding in our car and be like you hear a melody never follow through though and but you don't follow through and like what i found was because i had a can in my hand yeah that's what i that's where i was i was you know getting a six-pack most evenings when on the on weeknights and mm-hmm. so i mean i got you know just foolishness uh, foolishness and indicative that i wasn't doing living right in you know besides that somehow you know which means not embracing things that uh you're passionate about because mm-hmm. you you talk yourself and like you don't follow through on things because you you start talking down yourself like oh, that wasn't a good idea. You better not wasting time pursuing that idea might get you embarrassed by somebody who doesn't think it's good, you mm-hmm. know. And I just I, I, I somehow like I just it, in the last year of not drinking, I hit a point where I was like, oh, I don't I don't care about that at all. <laughs> I'm not scared. I'm just gonna make up whatever I want to. And not second guess it, like, uh, and and then if nobody wants to hear it, fine. I'll just keep throwing it out. You know, yeah. somebody might. Was it like, um, you know, the idea of like cooking noodles, and when you know they're done, you throw them up against the wall, and when they stick, yeah, 
Yeah. Is that kind of what it's like? Yeah. And it's been a lot. Of, so, like, this whole last month that I've been putting all those recordings on. It, I mean, just, just back to your social media, like, yeah, I'm very happy I'm about just everything doing that you're doing. Like, so I've been doing that for a few weeks. And uh, some of the songs on there were either brand One of them was brand new, but new or haven't played them in a long time or haven't played them in a really long time, some of them. So some were new and some were like the old ones that maybe I talked myself out of playing much because people would go get a beer or something if I was playing it in a bar. But I'm like, yeah, but this is the, these are the songs that if you, if you heard them by yourself in the car, you'd appreciate it. You're just not going to, you're going to go talk to somebody if you're at the bar, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So stuff like more, uh, for lack of a better word, more serious stuff, you know, some of my stuff is funny, like cotton mouth and, uh, and I was like, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm not worried about, I, I, I'm gonna pick the ones that I, that move me the most because who do I think I am? Unique, you know? If, there's gotta be many people that would appreciate, uh, identify with something, an idea, you know? Mm-hmm. So why not? Not all of them, though. Some of them a little too twisted, maybe. But you wanna, got a you got a better a healthier filter though at uh, least I do with the clarity. Yeah, and I know you alluded to it at the start, but just to go back to your early life. Like, what what really prompted you to pick up the guitar? Was it like a mom and pop with the records, or what was that? It was uh yeah, it was my parent. It was combination of my parents' eight track collection that they listened. Were to. Were they musical people, or they just like music? They weren't musical, but back when they were young, like that in their thirties and stuff, they used to listen to music around the house. You know, when people were over and just like on a Saturday cleaning up. You know, and then also the radio at the time. You know, I grew up. I was born in seventy two, so like I'm picking up music like mid through late seventies. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great music. Uh, and all the singer-songwriters. You know, I, I later was in a rock band, but I, you turn on the TV and there'd be like Glenn Campbell, which a lot of people look back on as corny because it was like family variety show entertainment. Sure. But you're like, uh, wow, man, look at that guy. He's playing the hell out of that ovation. What kind of guitar is that? It's got a round body. You're like just fascinated with everything about it. Like, man. Uh, and then you, But then looking back, I realized as a kid, thinking like now if i was doing what that guy's doing i would do i would do that thing right there that he's doing and then i would do something else so you're already like beginning to be creative you know you're starting with an inspiration you're like having ideas even if it's something a five-year-old comes up with like oh he should have worn a cowboy hat or something you know (laughs) like uh whatever i like what you're saying there and like I'm really taking you, and I, I'm so happy to be sitting down with you right now, but I'm I'm really taking you and your music very seriously right now because Thank of that you. right there. Because, like, uh, you're really putting in the work, you're you're putting in the time, you're you're working the social media, and the, the photos and uh, all the content that you're putting together, it's really, it's, it's working. And it, it's got me engaged to where, like, yeah, I know you and we're friends, but, like, you, you had my attention, but now you, you have you have a whole lot well, more. Now, I think right? that's what I'm doing. It's just like whatever I'm work doing that day, or 
song is on the top of my mind. I mean, I'm recording them. And so I'll just put it on there. And after I do that, I delete them a lot of times because then I'm like, oh, I got to change the drums on that. Or I got yeah, yeah. to redo so you do, the vocal on you that. You do all the drums and all that on your own? Uh, not the drums. The, the stuff you've been hearing, and, and there's going to be some people hearing this who probably will go, oh, I'm not going to listen to that. But garage band loops, meticulously crafted and, and cut up and, and pasted and nuanced uh, with uh multiple acoustic guitars and uh, most of them have multiple gu- electric guitars and harmonica and bass so i'm playing all that stuff except the drums mm-hmm. uh so, and so that's been like just tons of fun too because you're talking about either new songs or songs i don't didn't remember that well like by heart so you get in the process of i post them and then i'm like oh i can't believe i posted that i got to redo this it's it's like this just personal private you know effort toward the perfection of your own how you think it should sound best you know what which I, is which yeah. is just incredibly satisfying even if nobody ever appreciates it you know what i mean yeah absolutely you know what i like about tonight and what's going to happen is we're going to have three or four different cameras yeah and everything is audio is being recorded uh-huh. we're going to have different angles and whatever happens on that porch on this fairground mm-hmm. tonight is as it stands well, and what you know, what I would tell people too is, unfortunately, you're listening to probably the lesser of all the talents talk to you right now because Sarah Lee Langford, um, you're you're going to want to set aside some time and get some a cold beverage and sit down in a chair, um, whenever if and listen to her uh, her album, Two Hearted Two Hearted Rounder, Rounder which I, I was just like. I send that out periodically. I'll just I'll be listening to it and I send it out to like a few more people that I didn't send it out to before and like look. It was my favorite. Like I know I send you it lots was my of favorite shit, record but you of need that to year. listen to this one. Yeah, it's fantastic. It just changes my whole mood as soon as I start hearing it. And she, and then she's going to be playing acoustic, which is just as badass as mm. as her record is. Absolutely. Uh and Bo, Bo Adams. We're 15 is, minutes to start musician. time. Yeah. And I've got three questions for you. Bo, uh, Bo, Moon Pie, I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. Uh, got three questions. What was your favorite part about this interview? Uh, you asking me, like, the perfect questions that would uh, be like a three or four bullet point. Uh, like, if, if, so, if it was written down... I could put that as my bio to as the shorthand for okay how did how did this guy get from birth to these weird songs you know <laughs> it, that would be the 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 progression you excellent interviewer number two is where can people find you on social media all right so how do they find you I've got a website moonpiecurtis dot com that has i I post tracks to pretty much daily versions of songs and these are songs I'm working on for my new record that's coming out soon but uh, on Instagram it's at Moon Pie Curtis mm-hmm. and you can look for Moon Pie Curtis on Facebook I don't do much there but uh, Instagram mostly and um, I've got a, an album from 2015 called Enter the Fool that is on Spotify Apple Music all the streaming wherever you prefer to listen to your uh, streaming music it's probably there it's on like 
30 different things and I, I have no idea what most of them are so or you can just go uh you can go on youtube probably and there's a, all those songs are on there and last question is will you share one more song with me sure let me uh let's see why don't we do it we'll do a quiet song i'll tell you what i'm gonna do so my I wrecked my Bronco and it's been in the shop for five months. I wondered why I didn't see it out there. And so my my mother, who lives in Oxford too, has a two thousand eight Toyota Avalon with Sirius Radio and she just lets me drive it just about all the time and I I, don't, I can't tell you how thankful I am for that. Even though my, my daughters are, think it's an embarrassing car to be seen in because it's a granny car to me it looks brand new but uh so that's how i got down here that's how i got yeah that's how i drove down here was in the granny mobile so i'm gonna dedicate one to my mother that i haven't played a whole lot since i wrote it but um really reached back to it today and this or recently and it's gonna be on the record it's called mama You were the one who made me a hero with a pattern from TGNY. Sewed me a cape that hooked on with Velcro so I could take off and fly. You were the one I hoped would answer When they called home from school Excuse me To report that your firstborn son Again had acted a fool Ooh, mama You do it all for us We'll give you in return is a thousand reasons to cuss. Now I've got some babies, and they've got a mama who looks out for them, them, and we follow in your example when the world starts closing in Now my baby's mama you know she's something else She don't take no guff Don't you let her emotions fool you When the going gets weird she gets tough I know when my day is done that I can always rely on the kind of love only a mama could 
provide, provides. Man, she didn't teach me to play guitar. fucked it up because I think about my mother when I'm playing it that's why that's that's why I remember why I don't I got a couple tonight maybe I should rethink playing because I I usually don't play them in public because they're like personal family stuff and uh that I get end up like either getting distracted or choked up like because I'll, I'll think about, I'll, rem, I'll start thinking about where, why I came up with a certain line as I'm singing it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, I forgot the chord change. <laughs> I love that. Let's do it. Speaking of family songs, I hope Dan, I'm sure Daniel's going to uh, favor us with uh, Uncle Larry at some point. Oh, I'm sure he will. Yeah. Showstopper. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Alan. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.